0: Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on earth. Today is another Ivy's Chilling Tale. This deceptive tale, Story Club members, might make you stay away from dummies. It was inspired by one of my beloved listeners, Roz Smith. Roz has an incredible imagination, and she reached out to me at ivy at gokidgo.com to share her love for the supernatural and, in particular, her fascination with dummies. So Roz, this creepy adventure is just for you. Today's tale is called Dum-Dum-Dum Dummies. Charlie had always loved dolls and stuffed animals, which was a good thing since his family owned a toy shop. Their apartment was above the shop, and so Charlie got to play with dolls all day long. He would play with them when he was helping out in the shop, of course, but he also had an incredible collection of them in his bedroom upstairs. Charlie had never been unnerved by dolls, even though he knew some people had a phobia about their blank stares and painted smiles. Whatever he thought, he just loved them. One day, a special delivery arrived at the toy shop. There, on their doorstep, were two large wooden crates. Charlie's father, who owned the store, was excited to see what was inside. Even he didn't know. And Charlie's mother couldn't remember ordering anything that would arrive in a crate, either. They figured one of them must have accidentally checked a box on their distributor's order form and wound up with a brand new product that they hadn't been expecting. Boy, were they right. Inside each crate was a dummy. But these were not ordinary dummies. They were life-sized with eerily realistic features and hair that looked like it had been taken from real people. Charlie couldn't take his eyes off of them. There was something about them that made him feel uneasy, like they were staring right back at him. He'd never gotten a weird vibe from a doll before. Charlie's father, meanwhile, was thrilled to have these new additions to his shop. Look at the detail, he exclaimed. Charlie's mother didn't see the harm. She just laughed and teased Charlie's dad. Look at you, you're like a big child with your funny new toys. But Charlie couldn't shake the feeling that there was something very off about the dummies. As his father and the delivery men took them into the store, Charlie lingered behind, watching. Despite himself, Charlie couldn't stop watching as the dummies were unloaded into the shop. His dad finished setting up the dummies, thanked the delivery men for helping with the unloading, and sent them on their way. Then, with a skip in his step, Charlie's dad headed into the back room of the shop to get to work before opening time. Charlie was on his own for a moment. Suddenly, one of the dummies moved. Charlie gasped and stumbled backward in surprise. He must have imagined it, right? But then the dummy moved again, this time turning its head to look directly at him. Charlie's heart pounded in his chest. Thud, thud, thud. This couldn't be real. Dummies didn't move on their own. Charlie shook his head and rubbed his eyes, trying to make sense of what he was seeing. But when he opened them again, the dummies were still there, and one of them was still looking right at him. Charlie's mind raced. Was he losing his mind? Was this some kind of elaborate prank? Just then, his father called for him from the back room. Charlie! Charlie took one last look at the dummies, shuddered, and hurried to his dad. But he could not shake the feeling that something was not right. The dummies seemed to be watching him as he walked away towards the back of the shop, even when he wasn't looking. The shop opened and the dummies were a big hit with the customers. Ooh, you don't see quality like this on Amazon, a woman crowed, even as her granddaughter pestered her for a normal-sized, non-threatening Barbie doll. But as the day wore on, more and more customers came into the store to see the new dummies, and Charlie's father couldn't have been more pleased. Charlie was starting to feel really, really upset, though. He couldn't help feeling like there was something sinister about them. Every time he passed them, he felt like they were reaching out to grab him, like they were alive and just waiting for the right moment to strike. As the workday drew to a close, Charlie's father locked up the store and the family headed upstairs to their apartment. But Charlie couldn't stop thinking about the dummies downstairs in their shop. He felt like he had to keep an eye on them, to make sure they didn't do anything strange. Was he just being paranoid? As Charlie drifted off to sleep that night, he couldn't help but dream about the dummies. In his dream, they were alive and moving, reaching out for him with their wooden arms. Charlie woke up sweating and shaking. Oh, he had to do something about those dummies. But what? The next day, Charlie woke up with a determination to figure out what was going on with the dummies. He tried to tell his mother and father about his suspicions, but they just laughed and dismissed it as a silly fear. They assured Charlie that the dummies were just toys, nothing more. But Charlie wasn't convinced, and he wished his parents would listen to his concerns and take them seriously. He spent the whole day at the store, watching the dummies from a distance. They still gave him an uneasy feeling, but he didn't see them move today. Maybe he was just being paranoid after all. As the day wore on, Charlie noticed something odd about the customers who came into the shop and ventured over to look at the dummies. They all seemed drawn to the dummies, staring at them with a strange fascination. Charlie couldn't help but feel like the dummies were controlling them somehow, like the customers were under some kind of spell. As he was having this thought, a woman entered the store with her young son. The boy looked to be around Charlie's age, and he was carrying a stuffed animal. Charlie smiled at him and waved, hoping to make him feel welcome in the store. But as the boy got closer to the dummies, something strange happened. The boy's eyes started pulsating, glowing red. He seemed unaware of what was happening to him the boy was totally transfixed by the horrible dummies. Charlie could hardly believe his eyes. He tried to scream, but no sound came out. Charlie's heart pounded in his chest again, thud, 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 as he realized the true nature of the dummies. They weren't just toys. They were definitely something else entirely, something controlling and evil. He tried to warn his father and the customers, but many of the customers were already under the spell of the dummies, and Charlie's dad seemed oblivious to what was going on. No one would listen to Charlie, and his father even shushed him, telling him that he was hurting sales by talking absolute nonsense to the customers. Charlie knew that he was the only one who could stop the dummies, because no one else saw the threat, until it was too late. That night... Charlie snuck down from the family apartment and into the closed store. He made his way to the back room where the dummies were being stored. He could hear them whispering to each other, plotting their next move. Charlie knew he had to act fast. He grabbed a nearby hammer and began to smash the dummies one by one. As he did, he could hear their screams and pleas for mercy. But Charlie knew that he couldn't let them continue to control people. When he was finished, the room was filled with broken wooden limbs and shattered pieces of hair. Charlie looked around, panting and sweating. He had saved the day, or so he thought. As he turned to leave, he saw that one of the dummies had survived. It was lying on the ground, its eyes glowing red. Charlie knew that he couldn't let it live. He picked up the hammer and raised it high. But before he could strike, the dummy spoke. Charlie, it said, don't do this. We can be friends. We can play together. Charlie hesitated. Was it possible that the dummy was telling the truth? Could they really be friends? But then he remembered the evil that they had wrought, the control they had over innocent people. And he knew what he had to do. With one final blow, Charlie smashed the last dummy to pieces. And as he did, he could feel a sense of relief wash over him. The nightmare was finally over. Or was it? As Charlie looked at the wreckage, he knew that something was wrong. The dummies had been destroyed, but he could still hear their whispers in his head. He could feel their eyes on him even though there was nothing left of them suddenly the broken pieces of wood began to move on their own they swirled around charlie forming a vortex of splinters and dust charlie tried to run but he was caught in the middle of the storm the pieces of wood flew at him slicing and tearing at his clothes charlie screamed as he felt himself being pulled into the center of the vortex the last thing he saw was a pair of wooden eyes staring back at him glowing with a malevolent light and then Everything went black. The next morning, Charlie's father came downstairs to find the store in shambles. The dummies were destroyed, and Charlie was nowhere to be found to help clear up. As the hours passed and Charlie didn't show up, his parents became worried. Where was their son? Despite a thorough search of the store and the surrounding area, Charlie was never seen again. Some say that Charlie was pulled into another dimension by the dummies, and that he still wanders through their twisted world. Others say that he was consumed by the evil of the dummies, and that his soul is now trapped within their wooden bodies. Whatever the truth may be, one thing is certain. The dummies are still out there, waiting for their next victim to fall under their spell. And if you ever see a life-sized wooden dummy with eerily realistic features, you'd better run. Because once it has you in its grip, there's no escaping the horror that awaits. Well, dear listeners, after hearing this heart-stopping story, you might think twice before getting too close to lifelike dummies and the mysterious forces that might lurk within. Remember, some things are better left untouched. We hope this eerie tale stirred your curiosity for the supernatural. Especially yours, Roz Smith. Do you have great ideas like Roz? Then reach out to me at ivy at gokidgo.com. Let me know which stories you enjoyed the most and which ones sent chills down your spine. Share your thoughts on the stories you'd like to hear more of. Original tales, creepy legends, or haunted mysteries. I'll always do my best to serve up the spine-tingling stories you crave. And when you aren't here with me enjoying spooky tales, be sure to check out Go Kid Go's other shows. Snoop and Sniffy about dog detectives is hilarious. The Upside Down Story will test your sleuthing skills, and Floosville is always a good time. Just search for Go Kid Go wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out. Go, Kid, go.